When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Founded by firemen. With Chris Clark. The 2007 South Carolina class was, at that time, sixth in the country and fourth in the SEC. It's just amazing. West Mitchell. You know, I think if you're South Carolina, you're you're aiming to, to at least be at 50%. Then in theory, you're adding talent, you're getting better, you're putting yourself in a position to compete. And Tyler Head. It's been a great week for South Carolina. On the recruiting front, still certainly plenty to talk about. On the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. All right, welcome into a special edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. I'm Chris Clark here in the Herndon Chevy Studios, riding along with you for the next hour with Gamecock football's Trey Knox. Trey, appreciate you coming in today, man. How's it going? It's going well, man. I'm glad that you reached out to me and I'm able to be here today. So Yeah, yeah. Now, I know that y'all just started workouts back. So uh, you seem to be walking okay coming in here. You're not you're not too beat up yeah, for the yeah. first couple of days of workouts. Uh, the first two days have been hard, man. Yeah. But I mean, hard work's what makes champions. So you just got to put your head down and work, man. And we're gonna do it. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're gonna get into that. Um, I know we got a lot of ground to cover, a lot to talk about on the field, off the field. We'll kind of look back, go all the way back to high school. Bring it forward to this season and uh, talk about a lot of off-the-field stuff, too. First thing I got to get from you, so you pulled up here to the station. Did I hear you blasting some Chris Stapleton? Yes, I love Chris and, Stapleton. And, and that was very niche, too. You had the live version going. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, I'm going to stick in the CD. I'm not just listening to the radio. Like, you sought out a live yeah. version. No, I, I, I love Chris Stapleton. I went and saw him in concert last year, actually. Okay. Best concert I've ever been. Where was that at? Uh, it was in Arkansas. It was in Arkansas. Um, uh, the Amp. Walmart amp and it's like a little outdoor oh. theater. and you know he rocks places like that. Oh yeah, and he he blew the walls off. Of it. I mean, he played Columbia. I don't know at this point, probably I don't know three years ago, something like that. And it was is really good. It wasn't it wasn't as good as what you're describing because it was in the uh, in the Colonial Life Arena, in the mm-hmm. basketball arena. Still awesome, but I definitely I, I get what you're putting down, like the outdoor yeah, amphitheater so, vibe. Yeah, like I mean, the, and the man can sing, and I've yes. always been a guy that you know appreciates guys that actually sound <laughs> live, like they do on their album or whatever. And that man is just—he's just so talented. I, I couldn't tell when you pulled up. I heard the song, I recognized the song, I recognized the voice, but I didn't know it was live until he was like talking on it. So that just illustrates your point. Dude is super talented. Are you a singer? Um, here and there, sometimes when I feel like like a shower singer. Or yeah, can... I mean, I sang uh, Garth Brooks. Uh, I sang Friends in Low Places one time. Went viral on TikTok, so that was cool. <laughs> All right, we'll have to dig that back up. Yeah. Any anybody on your on the team that can sing? By the way, like, do they ever call somebody up to? No, we haven't. Uh, we haven't done anything like that. And I mean, I feel like guys just don't come in the locker room singing, but. We got a bunch of rappers on the teams. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Put down the recording studio yes, a little yes. bit. But you would go down and put the country down? Oh, for sure. I'll rock the house down. <laughs> All right. 
uh, any musical instruments that you play? No, actually, just my voice. Just the voice, okay. Um, Shane Beamer makes the team, like, introduce themselves, right? So maybe you should make people sing from now on. Yeah, I might have to do that. And might have to check it out. If we get a new tight end, I might have to say, you need to bust out a couple notes before we can officially add you to the group. <laughs> That's right. Well, speaking of new tight ends, natural segue. So you're a, a new, quote-unquote, tight end to the team this year. Their room, um, and I guess you knew this during the recruiting process. I mean, it, it cleaned out, yeah, right? empty. I mean, it was totally empty. There's nobody in the room. Um, so you join Josh Simon, Nick Elksness, all you guys transferring in from other schools. You've added a couple high school guys, another high school guy coming this summer. But um, tell us a little bit about just the vibe in that room from what you saw in the spring, what you've seen in workouts, all that stuff. I mean, I feel like if you walk in that room right now, it looks like we've been playing together for years now. Yeah. I mean, we just jailed so great. Um, and that's credit to, you know, Coach Wright, just, you know, making it a fun atmosphere to be in the tight end room and have fun. And uh, we just go in there, have fun, and work at the same time. And, I, you know, working and playing, I mean, it's a good combination if you know how to toe the line between work and play. It seems like y'all got an interesting personality mix in that room, right? Like, coming from different backgrounds, you from Arkansas, uh, Nick from Florida, Josh from Western Kentucky. You've got the high school guys from, you know, hey, Connor's from Florida, Reed's from Texas, Cam will be coming in from Alabama, so... Y'all have a lot of lot of different like life experiences. So, um, what what have you what have you learned? What have you found out about some of the guys, some of the you know, some of your teammates you've been talking to? Um, that uh, I mean, all of them are funny. That's just <laughs> yeah. We we have so much fun, and we mean we had a meeting before I came over here. Mm -hmm. and I mean, it's just cutting up. I mean, we talked the football part, of course, and we went like twenty minutes over, <laughs> just you know, laughing, laughing. and joking and. Coach Wright's showing us a picture of him. We're just busting out laughing because it looks horrible. So, like, <laughs> just things like that. And th uh, those guys are willing to learn, and that's what I love about it. especially the high school guys. I mean, they come up to me, ask, ask what they need to improve and what they need to fix and ask me to look at their routes, look at their blocking. And those, I mean, those, guys, those are the guys that you want in a program that want to be perfectionists because I'm the same way. Something yeah. don't look right, I'm doing it again until I get it right. And so not having to make push those guys to work and to be and want to be the best i mean it's easy how is jody right as a coach because um i think maybe he's a coach that's not talked about as much as like and part of it is he's a position coach right i mean everybody yeah. talks about the oc the dc the head coach and especially the tight ends coach it's not a glamorous <laughs> position either yeah. so very salt of the earth like position right um so He's got an interesting background, too, right, though? I mean, he's been um, Nick Saban's personnel guy, like high school relations director. He's coached in the yeah. NFL. So how is he as a coach, and what have you what have you learned from him and gained from him? And I, He understands that you have to have a balance of work and play also. And you just can't always be ball because, then, I mean, we're still 20, 21, 19, 18, some guys coming from high school, like your old kids, and yeah. we have lives. So he tries to give us life lessons, you know, drop little nuggets in there. And I appreciate him for it. He's so down to earth, a great man. Dog. And you can tell that he actually cares for his players. As, uh, if somebody has something going on, he'll ask him about it every day. Um, and it won't slip his mind. He won't forget to ask. And you just, you just love people like that because it's, 
it's easy to play for somebody like that. Have I told you, um, talking about Josh Simon, your your running mate there in the tight end room, have I told you my Josh Simon story about, like, the first time I ever talked to him? So he – did y'all visit on the same weekend? I think no, uh, the Nick and visit, I did. Nick and you – yeah, that's right. So Josh had visited one weekend, and, you know, my job, one part of my job is I'm trying to call you guys when you're getting recruited and figure out, you know, what you're going to do and what you're saying and all that's that. I still have your number saved in my phone. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I can't remember if you ignored me or not during recruiting. If it's, it's okay, if so, you're probably getting blown up. Well, I'm here now. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I appreciate that. So, but Josh, um, I call him, and, like, honestly, I'm not expecting him to answer. And he answers, and he's like, hold on, hold on. And I hear all this noise. He's like, um, I'm hunting rabbits right now. Yeah, he, right. yeah, does that sound, that's not surprising to no. you? No. boy country for real. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Crestwood, High and Sumter. Yeah, he was out in the woods, like, hunting rabbits. Like, I, I'm, wor- I'm, I'm worried I might get him in trouble, like, legally or something for, I don't know, I don't know if it was rabbit hunting season or whatever, but that, like, that's not surprising to you at all. No. He lives on, like, a lot of, he rides four-wheelers, all that stuff. You been out there? No, I haven't. No. But his parents fun. actually invited me out there. And whenever <laughs> I want to go out there, and they said, Josh, you have to bring him. So he's obligated to right now. I want everybody to know that. Yeah. All right. Well, you need to, you need to go out there. I'd like to go out there and ride some four-wheelers on, on some land. That sounds fun. Do you consider – so you like country music. Are you like a country guy? You consider yeah, yourself – I fish and hunt and, and do all the – Yeah, that's country. Yeah. 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 I, I'm with it. Um, you're from Memphis originally. Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. That's right. Close Not to Memphis. Nashville, basically. Nashville, yeah. basically. All right. All right. Yeah. So, for some reason, I was thinking Memphis. Um, better music scene, since you like music. Memphis or Nashville? That's hard. The history is. Harder. I mean, they're both up. You're pretty I'm, extensive, I'm just not right? going to speak on that because I'm not trying to make You're gonna anybody. You're going to abstain yeah. from voting on I that? I plead the fifth. What about city? If, if, you, if you visit one. Hmm. Different vibes in the yeah, city. Yeah, I was about to, to say, me. there's two different things. That's it, totally different. It depends on what you're looking for. Uh, I mean, the country bars, you know, of course, Broadway, Nashville. I mean, yeah. a lot of, it's so trendy now. I mean, there's so many like, <laughs> bridal parties that show up on bachelorette <laughs> trips. Yes, like, that is all it's, you it's see. It's amazing how many females I see walk down the street with uh, cowboy hats on that say bride and then bridesmaid, and it's like, this thing has gotten so huge. It's probably it's got to be the most popular bachelorette party oh, it has destination to be. It has in like to in be. the world. Has to be. My hot take about Nashville, like I love Nashville, right? But if I'm going, honestly, I'm okay not even going to Broadway. Like I'll go during the day because you know you go out, you can roll out of your hotel, Airbnb, whatever. You can go to Nashville during the day, and you can head to an establishment at whatever time. Oh, at 9 o'clock. There's going to be somebody in there playing music already. Oh, for sure. And somebody's probably already drunk by <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But, you know, at night, like, I, I do feel like it's gotten a little oversaturated yeah. down there uh, at night. I went just walking around. There's just hordes of people. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Gulch in Nashville. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm going to the Gulch. Uh, Memphis, you know, we went to Beale Street. We did the whole thing. Pretty yeah, I haven't cool. been to Beale Street. I need to... Need to go to yeah. Memphis, it's like I got to. It's yeah. it's checkbox. I mean, we went sauce. It, that's the thing. Every single person 
that you go see, like in Memphis or Nashville, it could be dude playing at nine o'clock in the morning or somebody at night. Like they're all good. Yes, very like, good. Like this, does this person have a record deal? Like what famous person is this? Like nah, it's just like some D list. <laughs> yeah, some dude. Uh, I saw him at the car wash, and I was like, "Do you <laughs> yeah. want to sing here?" Yeah, and he and he's awesome, or she is. So, yeah. All right, all right give us your barbecue take, man. You gotta be a barbecue Memphis, guy all the way. Memphis. Yes, I still personally think they got the best barbecue out. I don't know though. That place, uh, there's a they cater barbecue from. Can't remember the name of it. They're down in Charleston. Okay. And bro, they here. Yeah, you yes, had it here. Yeah. And it was, it was like family day and spring ball. I think we yeah. our first scrimmage actually. Yeah. And they had family day, and that barbecue was so good. They probably thought I was. Hadn't eaten in weeks. I kept <laughs> like, look, going back. What's Trey's problem? <laughs> look kept at him. going back. Well, shout out to our ultimate tailgaters guys too, right? I mean, they do. I think they're out of Aiken, if I'm not mistaken, but they do a lot of events like around here, and they do. Haven't missed a game in years. They do a a lot of really, really good food stuff for the team, recruiting events, stuff like that. Speaking of food, we we gotta hit a break, but real quick, presenting sponsor of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Firehouse subs, Trey, mm. and they have a sub of the day every day of the week, seven ninety nine for a medium, five ninety nine for a small. If you haven't had it, spicy Cajun chicken is the mm. sub of the day on Thursday, and um, chicken jalapenos is pretty good. You were telling me earlier you like Firehouse subs a good bit. Love Firehouse. You, you got a su- you got a favorite club on a sub for sure. Club on a sub, that's a good one. That is the go to. Have you had the New York steamer? No, you must. Wednesday sub of the day is that one. There's one for every day of the week, Sunday through Monday, Monday through Sunday. So check that out uh, today. Again, spicy Cajun chicken, sub of the day at Firehouse Subs, firehousesubs.com, Rapid Rescue, or download the Firehouse Subs app to earn yourself some rewards. Take a quick timeout. We'll be right back on the other side with Gamecock football's Trey Knox. You're listening to the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour here on 107.5 The Game. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head. On your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. All right, Chris Clark back in studio with you on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour here on 107.5 The Game. 11 to noon is how long we go. And I'm joined by Trey Knox from Gamecock Football. Continuing our conversation. Um, Trey, let's, let's go here. So... You're from Murfreesboro. You go through the high school process. I actually remember following your recruitment a little bit in high school. Okay. I know South Carolina had offered you, uh, so that would have been when Will Muschamp was here. Sure, yes, sir. Um, I don't think you really heavily considered South Carolina then. Is that right? Yeah, no. I, I did form a good relationship with Coach Bentley, though, when he yeah. was here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I don't know. I never really <laughs> – I think I wanted to – the biggest thing is I wanted to play in the Western Division, I I don't know what I was really thinking, honestly. You know, I was 17 years old when I graduated high yeah. school. I wouldn't think about much. <laughs> so you wanted to play in the SEC West. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's weird, ain't it? So I'm from Tennessee. Yeah, you think about like UT, right? And then Vandy. And- Vandy. Weird, ain't it? Did you grow up, like, did you like, I don't know, Arkansas, or did you like LSU or no, Bama? Or- I, 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 You're just like SEC West yeah, cool. is a little better. I mean, I knew I wanted to stay in the SEC Period. Period. Yeah. Like, I wasn't leaving because it's the best conference in football. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, I really just fell in love with the coach staff at Arkansas. 
when Coach Steph was there. I think he was really the biggest factor of me going there, honestly. I mean, he just showed that he cared and that he loved uh, the guys that he coached, and the guys that he coached loved him back. Yeah. And that's uh, not a thing that you see a lot. Where all did you go visit in high school? Uh, Penn State, Ohio State, Tennessee, of course, Vandy, uh, Florida a bunch of times. Really just tried to stay in that area of, you know, southeastern and then, of course, Ohio State. A couple up north. Yeah, yeah, a couple up north. Was it cold when you went up to those places? I ain't gonna lie. One time, so the reason I went up to Ohio State, because there was a guy that played in my school. His name is Master Teague. I remember and Master yeah, Teague. He played running back at Ohio State. He, was, yeah. he graduated the year before I did. And so I remember I went up there to Columbus one time, and we went to the movies. And we go, we walking in the movies, and... It's raining outside, okay? And I'm like, okay, rain. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of rain, but rain's <laughs> easy to deal with. Tell me why we walked outside. The, it was snowing. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. okay. Uh, that's, a, that's a little nuts. And I think uh, after that, I was like, I don't know if I can do the snow like that. Master, yeah, he was he was good, man. Um, I remember you talked about Bobby Bentley. Mm-hmm. He recruited Master, Master yeah. tried to make a little run at him. I, th- I think he visited here. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he visited here, but. But you had, so you had no love for South Carolina back in the day. You're not trying to make me feel bad. <laughs> no, no, it's all, no, it's all good. You didn't visit here, though. No, sir, I didn't. Okay. So saw Florida, saw some other schools. So, so you settle in at Arkansas. And I, you, you and I have talked about this a little bit before, but a lot of people have probably not heard the story. So you were recruited out of your high school as a receiver. Coach, yes, sir. Coach Stepp recruited Step. you as a receiver. You get to Arkansas, you're a receiver. How much did you weigh, like, out of high school, like freshman year? When you got of, okay, so I, I was an early enrollee. Yep, yep. I left high school at 195 pounds. Okay. I played my freshman season at 205 pounds. Okay. Did it, did that step seem like, oh, I got to gain 10 pounds? Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> that was a lot. No, and then fast forward two years later, I had to gain 20 pounds, 25 pounds. It was like, yo. So, I know you made some plays. Like, you, you played as a true freshman. I started as a true freshman. You started freshman. as a true freshman. They needed people to start, right? And and you were a former four-star. You had a lot of talent. But, like, take me through just generally those first couple years. I mean, um, what what kind of happened that led to you moving to tight end eventually? Um, so, I had a good year my, my first year. Um, yep. Our coach got fired. Yep. Chad Morris. Yep. <laughs> um, then COVID happened, and I just, you know, sophomore slump happens to a lot of people. In junior year, um, things didn't go the way I wanted to, so I went in to uh, my head coach at the time and asked him, can I move to tight end? Because, well, all right, let me flash back. So when I was growing up, everybody told me I was going to be a tight end to begin with. Really? No. Yes. My even my trainer from okay. I've been working with him since I was eight years old. He's like, like I know I'm training you to be a receiver, but I think you're gonna end up playing tight end. Okay. And you know, you receivers so that. glamorous. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't want to be a tight end. Yeah. But I think I came to accept that, um, and so I moved in tight end room, and Coach Loggins and I made a connection, and then lights out ever since. So you kind of resisted tight end at first a little bit. But, like, it was your idea. Like, I need to get 
I feel like I can play more, or were you like feel like okay, I, I'm accepting my calling now yeah, to go play yeah, tight end? Yeah, basically, that was kind of um, because it. I knew I wasn't the fastest guy playing receiver. I think that's a big thing that hindered my performance. Uh huh. Um, I wasn't a blazer. I mean, four five, four sixes. I mean, back then I was probably running terrible, like four seven or something. Like just out of high school, <laughs> or yeah, even in yeah, college, yeah, like yeah. not fast at all. Like I yeah. wasn't. I was not running fast. <laughs> straight <laughs> just up, not straight fast. up, not fast. Okay, <laughs> right, and, right. Uh, so I just knew that that right there is if I can get it down to four, that's elite speed for a tight end. Yeah, and so I was, I just accepted the calling, and I mean it's not the most glamorous position, but you do have to be you know pretty smart to play there. Yeah, yeah, because you're involved in the run game and the blocking and the pass catching and the pass game. Yep, and so. You have to know what to do at all times. And that's what I think I like most about tight end because I get to know what's good. You know, playing receiver, you don't know what the O-line's doing half the time, most of the time. <laughs> you care. just worry about running around and catching the ball. Yeah. Or if it's a run, run play, just, all right, let me run my guy off. And make sure you don't make the tackle. You right. have no idea. And I think that's what helped me appreciate tight end more is knowing the ins and outs of O-line play and what we're calling, how we're blocking things, what's the front looks and all that stuff, yeah. but also, you know, still being in the pass game and doing what I love, running routes and catching passes. So how much, how was it decided, all right, moving to tight end, yes, you can move to tight end, Trey, this is what you need to do. Like, how, how did the plan come about? Because I know you had to put on a bunch more weight oh, yeah, after that. Um, so at that time, I was like 215. Yeah. So I go in the tight end room the same day I asked them to move. And uh, I'm just like, well, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Because I had never, I mean, I don't know what the tight end's doing half the time. Cause right. we ran the ball. We were a run-heavy team. So, I don't know. I guess yeah. I'll go out here and watch you guys. And so, I started learning. I used to, Coach Loggs and I used to have extra meeting time mm -hmm. outside of meetings. I used to go in there, and we used to watch tape go over to plays and stuff. And... I picked it up fast. I think I learned it all in about two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, I can't remember. I think I left. I moved to tight end week one. I played in my first game. I think we played Georgia that year. Oh, that's the one that didn't go well. Yeah, it was right? bad. We're just not going to get into it. But I played that game. I was like, I think it was like week five, week six. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was in there playing and actually knowing what to do in five weeks. Right. That's pretty good. Yeah. And and so you get you ended up gaining how much more weight? Thirty pounds? Yeah. Something like that. Because you were about two forty five. Two forty five. Something like that. Two fifty. On a great day. But yeah. So thirty pounds. So that had to be It was horrendous. Not fun. Yeah. I looked I mean, I didn't I didn't look bad, but you could tell that I just like was stuff in my face just to yeah, you weren't like on. a like a an ideal two forty five. Yeah, yeah, no, I was I was not chiseled. Let's just yeah, chisel is a good word. That's what I was. I was a little soft body, uh, <laughs> little so, doughy. Yeah, a little doughy, <laughs> little uh, half baked. Yeah, <laughs> not right. finished. Uh, but but, and we'll get into this more later. Now, obviously, you've got step and Loggins here yes. at South Carolina, which is kind of crazy. But um, how how did Coach Loggins help you with? That transition, uh, he made it easy for me. Uh, just learning the plays, and learning. He's a he's a great teacher, and I think uh, that's very important as a coach. If he can 
verbalize what he wants you to do in the least amount of words possible. Yeah. And, that, and it actually makes sense and you, it clicks in your head. Like it takes a special person to do that because we all know smart people, but sometimes smart people can't explain, you know, concepts. Yeah. And he's very good at that. And so he made it easy for me and just coming up with drills that would make me a better player. Obviously I had to, we had to get the footwork down immediately because that's a big key of blocking hands, feet, those two things alone. Like a lot of time to, you know, get. Yeah. So learning the steps, bringing the boards out. And then he did this drill. Um, I still, so he, when he coached for the Dolphins, they did this drill with Mike Gesicki. They would put two towels under his arm. And he, whenever he blocked, he would not, he couldn't let the towels fall from under his arms. And I remember because my hands used to get too wide. You put every time elbows I, in. Yeah, so I had to keep yeah. my elbows in. Yeah. And I mean, we did that joker every single day to the point where I hated seeing the towels. And the towels ain't do nothing to me. <laughs> but, I mean, he's just meticulous, and he, he knows what he's doing and what the plan is and how he's going to execute it way before anybody else can see it. Is he, uh, as a coach, is he, and, and maybe, like, I don't know if his style will change a little bit because now he's an OC versus a position coach. There's obviously some differences there, but is he more, like, intense? Is he, like, turn it on and off? Like, what's the... Very, very on and off. Yeah. But, I mean, you can tell if we're not making plays, then he's going to be upset, as any coach would be. Sure. Um, but he's more, he wants to have fun. He wants to let his players have fun playing the game that they love. Because that's, he said it all the time. He said, because at the end of the day, this is a game that you started playing when you were young because you loved it. Yeah. And that's what he wants us to do. We want to play not because I don't want to get yelled at. or He wants you to play because you love playing ball. Yeah. And because he loved playing ball. So I think. That's a big thing that he, he wants to instill in his guys. And, I mean, I, I mean, since I've been playing for him, I think I've only heard him scream maybe a handful. of he, He's not a screamer. Right. Because I mean, coming from the NFL, like, you can't just go and cuss somebody out because <laughs> they make more money than you. <laughs> That's a little different. Yeah, so, That's right. so I think he's taken that philosophy and brought it to college football. So he doesn't scream. He just tells you what to do. Like, hey, man, I didn't like how you did this, Yeah, I think you should try this. Yeah, And then it's like, okay, coach, boom. And then now he does get upset if you keep making the same mistake over and over, but that's That's a given. That's natural. Yeah, Yeah, that's a given. That makes sense. But that's the way he coaches. He's very laid back, and he he knows what to expect, and we know what to expect from him because he sets the standard. Mm -hmm. And his favorite saying is the standard is the standard, and it won't change for anybody. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, a lot more to get to with you, Trey, uh, on the other side. We're right up against a break. First, I want to tell all the listeners about our friends at Amy Mason Cup State Farm. All across the country, drivers are reaping the rewards of safer driving with the updated Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. as dynamic new features like interactive maps and driving tips that make the pursuit of your discount. You can earn up to 30% off of your bill even easier when my family was looking to switch and save on our insurance we called amy mason cup and she took care of the rest she's a south carolina native and a local agent she and her team can give you a personalized quote to help meet your insurance needs and help you save and that's including giving you more information on the new drive safe and save app from state farm visit her website amymasoncup.com let her help your family just like she helped mine You can give her a call, 803-772-5554, or 
or again, amymasoncup.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More with Trey Knox on the other side. You're listening to the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour here on 107.5 The Game. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. All right, back here in the Herndon Chevrolet Studios, Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. We go until noon. Chris Clark here in studio with Trey Knox for the next, oh, 30 minutes or so. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Trey, uh, good first couple of segments, man. We've, we've been looking back kind of on your career at Arkansas. Um, Justin Stepp recruiting you to Arkansas. You move into the tight end room with Dowell Loggins. Both of those guys now are your coaches. So let's get a little bit more into the into the current, the present here. Um, so you made the decision to leave Arkansas and enter the transfer portal. So what all went into that? Like, were you... Were you nervous about going into the portal? Were you like, I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter. I'm going into the portal. Like, walk us through that decision. Um, very. I was very nervous. Um, you know, when you're somewhere for four years, yeah. kind of hard to leave. Uh, <laughs> but I thought that it had to be done. Uh, the offense that I was in, just not for me. Mm-hmm. And that was ultimately the deciding factor. I mean, I, I prayed about it so, so many nights. Yeah. before I made the decision, just to be sure that I was doing the right thing. And I think that it will pay off for me, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to the next season. So you enter the portal, and then Steps already at South Carolina. I mean, he's been here for a while. Um, Beamer ends up hiring uh, Coach Loggins, I think, at some point in December as well. But at what point? We, we were talking earlier how South Carolina had offered you out of high school there wasn't really a lot of interest on your part, but at what point did you look start looking towards Columbia once you entered the portal? This might sound bad, but when we played you guys week two. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I was enamored by Coach Beamer. I don't know really? what it was, but I was just like, this guy has this certain kind of aura that that I can just feel. Even during the game? Even during the like after the game. Uh after the game, I was just like, dude, this is you know, he and Coach Loggins are friends. Yeah. So they talked after the game. And then I talked to Coach Step, of course, because yeah. I've known him for years now. <laughs> right. And I was just like, this guy here, like, there's something about him that's special. And once I hit the portal, I was like, well, I mean, I, I'm a fan of Coach Beamer, so it was a no-brainer. Did, did you know at that point where you like, okay, I like Beamer. I know Step and, and um, Loggins eventually comes along. Were you like, their tight end room cleared out? Yeah, I mean that. that came but that was along. like the least of my worries. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, damn, there ain't no tight ends here either. <laughs> I was like, oh, we we golden. So you said that you had like Beamer had this. Or can you even pinpoint what exactly it was that no, you like about just, him? I just it was just something about him. I and mean, you know, yeah. you've had that feeling before. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this guy. Like I can't even explain it, but hopefully. You understand, No, guys. I, I, I do understand. I mean, because, yeah, you, you have that feeling about certain people. Well, now that you – once you got to know him a little bit more, aside from just, like, seeing him interact on the field with other coaches or, you know, maybe looking up a couple press conferences or whatever, like investigating the program, um, what have you found that you can dive in where if, if you described him oh, yeah, know, as a person? Uh, family first guy. He's very intentional. Um and that's what I think I love the most about him. Yeah. Is that he, he cares for his players day in and day out. 
Now, he's going to love you hard, but he's going <laughs> to love you. And you'll know that he loves you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's just very intentional. Um, I don't know. I just, he's a great coach, I think. Yeah. Very smart. Special teams is like his thing, which I've, you know, I've never seen that before either. But he yeah. loves special teams, and we put a big emphasis on it. And he just knows his stuff, man. He knows what he wants in the program and in the team and in his players, and we go out there and do that. Um, and he's very understanding, too. If you have something going on, all you got to do is call him and talk to him about it. I mean, y'all can go through the thing together. I mean, he cares that much that he'll pick up the phone at any time. Yeah. he. Um, we had a sit-down interview with Beamer a while back, and he actually told a story kind of along the lines of what you're saying that included Coach Loggins. So after Loggins had moved here, they had like a recruiting day or something going on. And Dowell's son was playing his first baseball game down the road. And so Dowell went to him and was like, hey, do you mind if I scoot out for a few minutes, just 30 minutes, something like that, watch my son play? And Beamer was like, don't ever ask me that again. You just go next time, right? Yeah. I mean, that kind of tracks with what you're saying. I mean, and I wholeheartedly believe that happened. Yeah, I mean, I've been to a couple of Coach Loggins' son's baseball games. They're actually kind of ex- exciting. So, Are they really? Yeah, his name is Ryan, and he, he can swing it now. Oh, can he? Yeah, he's solid and pretty Be- good. Is he better athlete than than uh, Dowell? Dowell's pretty. He was solid back in the day. He was scrappy. Yeah, yeah scrappy little little guy. <laughs> he was a he was a small a shorter quarterback. Yeah, and snapper, right? Is and that right? Holder, 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 great holder. Or so he says. I don't. Really high Kroger S colder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know if I'd put him that high, but I'm not. I'm, you can't put any. Nobody's high. Kroger's than Kyle different. Lincoln. Kai's the the best uh, passer, holder, punter, kicker. Anything everything. we need. Anything you need. You'd probably hand him off the ball a couple times. Why not? Hey, I was reading over your bio actually. Um, back in high school, you you ran the ball some in high school. Mm, Wildcat quarterback. That's interesting. I was I was going to ask you about. Because you played defense and you ran the ball some. Wildcat quarterback. Mm-hmm. Going to do any of that here? I hope so. I've been asking Coach Loggins, but I don't know how it's going to work or he, if he's yeah, even really. listening to me. But <laughs> If he hasn't indicated either way. It's um, worth a shot. It is worth a shot. I feel like Wildcat quarterback is one of those things that, like, everybody wants to do it and they can't let everybody, everybody do it. There's yeah. one ball. You know, there's one 11, quarterback. Uh, six guys have to touch it. Seven guys have to touch it. Yeah, yeah. Six guys. So you um, also just went out, speaking of quarterbacks, you went out to Arizona, right, to yes, uh, train a bit with Spencer. Saw a picture of, of you guys out there. It was what, you, A.B., Xavier. Zay and Juice. Zay and Juice. Um, tell us a little bit more about those sessions. We didn't get to see them. So. Uh, we were just go. getting work in, you know, running yeah. our plays and running the routes that we actually run in the game, or I guess I haven't played a game yet, but in practice or <laughs> right. live reps, let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just trying to perfect the timing because everything's always about timing and the spot of the ball and if you're going to be there when the ball gets there. And so just learning what, I think the biggest thing was what's to learn what's going through Spencer's head when he's making a read or throwing the ball, where mm-hmm. he's thinking about placing the ball. It depends if we're 10 yards and in, if he's placing the ball. If I'm on the, um, if I'm in the back of the end zone where he's throwing it versus if I'm on the goal line, yeah, or crossing the pylon, like just the different kind of throws that he makes, the arm angles that, and I think that was nice, like picking his brain to know where he's, because now I know what he's thinking and I can try to match that. 
Yeah, that's, that's, or anticipate that. Yeah, that's what I was going like. So when you go over it, like how much do you, a lot of people just think of it very just like macro level, like run route throw ball. Yeah. Like like there's a little more to it than that. Yeah, like if I'm in the back of the end zone and we're in red zone, like I'm expecting the ball my face shot or higher, mm-hmm. top shelf throw. Yeah, and if I'm in the front, if I'm on the uh, goal line, I expect it uh, below my waist so I can catch a cradle and fall on the ground. Yeah. And those are the little things that people, you know, don't see all the time. Um, but you see them show up a lot in the ball placements. And, I mean, because there's no defense for the perfect throw yeah, at all. Right. I mean, the quarterback can throw somebody open like that in, in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And so just knowing what my quarterback wants to do. And, I mean, he's talented. And he, Arm is talented. He's talented. He's smart. And he he's very decisive. And... Being with a guy like that, I mean, it just makes the game fun and it makes it easy. More with Trey Knox on the other side of the break. First, want to tell you about our friends at Integrated Media. Uh, summer's upon us, even though this past weekend didn't really seem that way. Summer is upon us. So whether you need an outdoor solution, audiovisual, you need uh, a man cave inside built at your home, Check out some inspiration photos from our guys at Integrated Media, Integrated Media Columbia on Instagram and on Facebook. You can get some inspiration ideas. If you need something as simple as getting a TV mounted, if you need something as complex as a whole home, smart home system, Michael and Nathan and the team at Integrated Media can do it for you. IntegratedMediaInc.com. Again, Integrated Media Columbia on Facebook and on Instagram for some inspiration photos. And you can also give them a call, 803 803- 948-8327. Tell them the guys at 107.5 on the Gamecock Central Takeover sent you over. Again, that's integrated media. Watch, listen, control. Back on the other side, Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. One more segment with Trey Knox. You're listening to 107.5 The Game. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. All right, Chris Clark back with you. Rolling along until noon with Trey Knox. Gamecock Central Takeover Hour here on 107.5 The Game. And Trey, we were just talking there about you going out with some of your teammates to throw with Spencer Rattler and diving into some of the the minutia between a, a quarterback and, and receivers. But um wanted to ask you about Spencer. So he had obviously some high points last season in his first year, decided to come back. And it's been interesting because I've asked some of your other teammates, like who is the most improved player on the team or who has really impressed you in the spring, like looking back at spring ball, post-spring. And a lot of them said Spencer. Do you agree with that? From I know you weren't here last year, right? But just looking at leadership and guys that maybe impressed you during the spring. Uh, I think that he's he's more confident. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that I noticed. He has that, that swagger. Um, and you can just tell by how he walks on, around on the field, <laughs> how he warms up. Like, he's about to serve some touchdowns today. Like, you just tell. <laughs> and and you need a, you need a guy that, at the end of the day, he has to touch the ball every play. Yep. <laughs> Literally yep. every play. And if yep. a guy exudes confidence like that, it bleeds off to the other guy, the other 10 guys on offense. Yeah. If our quarterback's playing with confidence and fearlessness, then we're going to go out there and play with confidence and fearlessness. But it, it starts with him, and I think he's under, he's understands that and knows that he has to play well for us to succeed. And I, I know it's a big burden to carry, 
But I think, I mean, he has the shoulders to do it, mm-hmm. and he definitely has the arm talent to do it. So it'll be fun. I'm just excited for him and ready to go watch him spin it. Speaking of that arm talent, I am constantly amazed by Spencer just from like a, I don't know, like this is going to sound geeky, like just like a physical standpoint because like you see some big dudes that can really throw, like Josh Allen is like a classic, like if Josh Allen walked in, yeah, that dude can throw the football, he's a giant, you know, but like Spencer is not that big of a dude. No. But he can just absolutely rip it. I don't get it. Like I don't understand how i've even asked him about it i'm like he's just like it's just god-given ability but like i don't get it facts and (laughs) all right i'm gonna tell you a quick story so i think this is day two of spring ball and we're moving the pocket um and he just rolls out and just drops a dime like 40 yards yeah i look at him like bro what (laughs) (laughs) like after practice i text coach loggins i was like dude like Spencer is real. <laughs> he's like, no, that throw he made. I was like, bro, what is that? Like, yeah. He's like, no, he's different. And I was like, like we were very impressed. Yeah. And now I was talking to people. He like, he does that all the time. Like, well, shoot, I haven't seen that before. And yeah. I, I mean, moving the pocket like that and just being able to throw on the run, it, it's a, it's art. Well, I mean, and 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 that is some of his best throws. Even some of the ones that did not connect last year. Like that sounds kind of silly. Like it was incomplete. But like just the actual arm talent to even get it there. I remember even in the Arkansas game last year, right? So he threw one. I think he was rolling to his left, and he was going for AB actually. Mm-hmm. And he overthrew, overthrew him. him I remember. He threw it out of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just going. How do you even throw yeah, that? I mean, moving like, to your left. The dude is crazy and. Yeah. I just hope that he can put it all together this year and we'll win a bunch of games. Well, so you were talking about that confidence, and I know you don't have, like, you weren't here last year to go through that and kind of measure them together, but just generally, and I know you're a more experienced guy, so you're going to have a different take than, like, a freshman or a sophomore. Mm-hmm. But just from what you've seen from your teammates and how do you, how you feel, do you feel like um, – you are playing pretty fast and free and confident from what you saw in the spring? Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, there's always things that we have to clean up, of course. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's ever perfect, and we're we're striving for perfection. I mean, we're never going to get to it because it's not possible. <laughs> right. But if we can get just this close, from, I mean, you can't see my hands, but <laughs> a centimeter away from perfection, <laughs> we'll be happy with it. Yeah. Um, and we just got stuff to clean up. I mean, things to keep putting in, more plays more stuff that we can do to help us win games, uh, more formations, whatever we have to do to win games. And so I think this team is hungry, especially as an offense, um, very hungry. And I think we're just just ready to go take the whole thing over. I I asked this question of all the players. I'm sure I've asked you before too, but I know when you, the spring game I know was pretty um, like vanilla, right? From what y'all are going to, open up the entire playbook for a spring game. No need to. And I know it's still being kind of sorted through, like from a finished product standpoint, but if you had to describe this offense, you know, to somebody who maybe has never seen any of it, right? We, we didn't get to watch much practice in the spring. We saw the spring game pre-vanilla. How do you describe it, what you're, you're going to see from Dow Loggins? Um, definitely... Just guys uh, playing to the best of their ability. I think that's the first thing that we have to get out there is guys are going to play hard. Yeah. Because um, that's what ex- is expected of them. And 
it's easy to, like I said earlier, it's easy to play for somebody that you like and that you respect. And I think that he's rounding up the troops um, that way. So that'll be good. And striving for perfection. I think there's just different elements. Like, it's hard to describe because there's just different elements that we can do when we need to. I think that's really the biggest thing is we want to be able to control the game mm-hmm. and do what we have to do to win. So you don't feel like it's pigeonholed and, and what, like... like it, I don't think it's set in stone. Yeah, yeah. And Loggins isn't like... Is it more just of him about, like, looking at what, what can my players do? Yes. Like, what are Spencer's strengths? What are Trey's strengths? And, and then, I think and and that's why he wants to make it easier for us. Like, yeah. Because football, at the end of the day, football's not that hard. Like, it's not crazy hard. Mm-hmm. And I think he just wants us to play free. And that's... It shouldn't be hard, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it shouldn't... You shouldn't be thinking... Thinking and playing. Constantly. Because if you're thinking, you're most likely not doing the right thing. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yeah, if you hesitate, you're beat. Yeah, you're like, beat. I mean, over. sack, pick, like, <laughs> anything. Right. And I think he just wants to eliminate the thinking, and that's the first and foremost. Uh, eliminate the thinking and just playing with good intensity and playing with great effort. He doesn't want to have to coach effort. That's one thing he says he refuses to coach. And you feel like the team's there. Yeah. Like, y'all, y'all are, yeah, you're happy with what you've seen. Um. All right, so first, uh, I'm I'm kind of thinking, I tend to think of the season in phases. And um, the first three games of the season, UNC and Charlotte, that'll be a biggie. Um, Berman, and then the Georgia. Georgia game time is now set. It'll be hot. 30, right? It'll be 330. How much are you looking forward to all those? Oh, I'm just <laughs> ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, tough. First three games, but it always I mean, is. I rather rather us than anybody else, honestly. So goals going into this summer, um, and you can say, well, let, let's just go kind of individually. You know, what what do you want to hone in on this summer? Um, as you as you have restarted workouts now, before you get into preseason camp in August, you know, these next couple months. Uh, definitely putting on a, a, just a little bit more weight. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I like to, I t- I like to lose during camp. That's easy, right? It's weird. Yeah, it's very easy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's the easiest thing to do in camp, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And so that's like my whole. That's every summer goal for mine is to put on like five pounds so I can lose like two or three. Yeah. Um, and then just still just being you know more familiar with the playbook, man. Mm-hmm. Just knowing the like it, it's the back of my hand. Um, so that I know what I have to do. And if anybody needs help, I know that I can tell them what they have to do. Um, and once everybody, you know, learns conceptually like that, I mean, and you can just switch guys around and plug and play guys. I mean, it's just hard to keep up with. Uh, definitely working on my blocking. I mean, you can always work on blocking. Uh, footworks, hands, uh, striking, punching from low to high. Um, just all the, you know, the intricacies of blocking. Uh, and just, you know, staying healthy. The biggest thing, you know. I want to be fresh and healthy going into season going into rather than being beat up. So. Yeah, your best ability is your, your availability. availability. Yep, you've heard that one too. All right, Trey, well, we still have a lot. I feel like we're leaving stuff on the table, but we only have an hour, so this has been fun, man. I appreciate you coming in and joining us here on a special edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. I'm Chris Clark. He's Trey Knox. Thanks for listening. Yes, Halftime show is up next here on 107.5 The Game.